2: Anarchy! No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. When you go to Tuttle.net, you're going to be able to find every single place that you can find me online, especially like my social media and my YouTube channel. You guys have been really, really supporting the hell out of my YouTube channel. And if you can go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle, that's youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe make sure you hit that little bell button. It's very important for you to hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, what it's going to do is it's going to alert you anytime that I go live or I upload any new content. Now, I got to apologize because the last, I would say, four or five days, I've kind of gotten a little off schedule when it comes to when I'm putting out my show especially when I'm doing the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream. One of the hardest things that I've had to deal with, especially with recording a podcast during a pandemic, is not having personal experiences. And you're probably like, why is that, okay? Are you being a pussy Tuttle? What, you letting the old coronavirus scare you off? No, I'm, I'm really not. I know that I'm healthy enough. I'm in the best physical, I'm in the best mental and physical shape that I have ever been in, in my life. But right now, I'm helping taking care of my parents, who are in their 70s. And guess what? They both, uh, they both have underlying health conditions. I don't know what I would do if I was the reason, and why I maybe brought the coronavirus into their house and got them sick. It would not be good it would not be good for my mental state i don't even know how i would be able to handle that but i have not had a lot of personal experiences i've been grinding i've been building this podcast you guys all know that i went about 6 months where i did a podcast every single day even on the weekends saturdays and sundays i i just did Show number 365. Not a lot of podcasts can say that they have done that. But the type I like doing, the type of radio that I love doing, is just the fun radio. The radio talking about my personal experiences. That is why Real Radio 104.1 has been as successful as it has been, because it's not about, oh, I'm going to turn, turn into the uh, monsters in the morning, or I'm going to turn into the news junkie. Well, uh, the news junkie might be a bad example because they do give a lot of their opinions, but they also talk a lot about their personal experiences and stuff. And that, that's what your job is. In my opinion, I think that is what our job is, to help people get their minds off of their problems when they're riding in the car or maybe when they get home and they want to listen to this podcast because i've i've had a lot to learn when it comes to doing podcasts this shit is completely different than terrestrial radio and i've gotten better at it because i see the numbers i see the analytics I told you, one of the first things I do every single morning when I wake up is to be able to look at what the downloads were like. Do you know how humbling it was when I first started this podcast and I was like, holy crap, I only got 25 people downloading it? When I've worked on some of the biggest radio shows in Central Florida. But last Friday... I didn't do a YouTube.com slash Tuttle, the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream that I've been doing. And you guys have seemed like you have been loving it. But I had an opportunity to go hang out with somebody that I met about five months ago by chance. You know, it's these encounters, these people that we meet, that we, that we have in our lives. And just by chance, I met this person. I was leaving to go do and run some errands. I look out at the seawall because you got to remember here at the Hobo Fish Camp, where I live here in Oak Hill. I'm like the youngest person in the park. I mean, there's a lot of seniors here, and I got to tell you, the the old Tuttle, the Tuttle that was on all the psychotropic drugs, the same Tuttle. That tried to commit suicide, the same Tuttle that was a drug addict, the same Tuttle that was an alcoholic, wouldn't have had the balls to go out there and talk to this person. Well, I I didn't even I didn't even you know make the first conversation. I just walked I I just to be honest. I walked out there just to check my bait bucket because you guys know that I fish a lot over here at the Hobo Fish Camp. And this woman, eh, around my age, a little bit younger, asked me a question because there were, there were a lot of dolphins, manatees in the water. And she asked me a question. What, what were those? And we struck up a conversation. We ended up exchanging phone numbers. And, 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 and it, it was a slow burn. It was a slow burn. Because, listen, I'll, I'll admit to you, I'm a weird-looking dude. Not, not weird. I'm just weird. I don't think I'm a weird-looking dude. I'm just, I give off that weird vibe. But weird is good. Normal normal is boring. So we ended up talking. We've hung out a few times. But I had an opportunity because the girl that or the woman that I met I should I don't know, it just always sounds weird. I don't know why as an adult you always say girl, but I met a woman and she needed a ride to the airport on Saturday. She wanted to go up surprise her family on Easter. And I was like, Okay, yes, I'll take you because it's it's expensive as hell to be able to park at the airport and stuff so we i i had planned on getting up saturday morning early riding over to where she is to pick her up and take her to the airport orlando international airport well i got a phone call out of nowhere it was like hey why don't you come crash at my house we'll get up it'll save you a little bit of time you'll be able to sleep in and I just could not pass up that opportunity back to those experiences. I got to get out there. I got to get out there and start having more of those personal experiences because I don't think a lot of you people really care about my opinion on news stories. Now, there are those news stories out there that you just got to talk about, that, you, that I want to give my opinion on. Do I really think you really care what my opinion is? No. But I also have a platform that I think that I owe it to a lot of people to be able to hear and give my thoughts on things. Maybe I can change your mind on some stuff. But for the most part, like I said, I like doing fun radio. I like doing the type of radio that helps keep people's minds off of their problems, And that's about it. But I'm going to get back into my regular schedule tonight. Go to my YouTube channel, starting at 8, youtube.com Tuttle, and I'm going to be doing a live stream tonight. Make sure you subscribe and hit that bell button so you do not miss a thing. So I just brought up personal experiences. Here, I'm going to share a personal experience with you. So another reason that I was not able to do a Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream on my YouTube channel on Friday. There were more than just the reason, you know, I I had mentioned that I was bringing my friend to the airport, the woman that I met a couple of months ago. And I got that phone call. Hey, come hang out with me. But I also had a busy ass day on top of that, before I even got that phone call. You know, my mom, she's one of those women, you know, the, our, our generation, I'm part of Generation X. We were the latchkey kids, the forgotten generation. Our parents, they, they don't like feeling helpless, okay? My mom just got, my, both my mom and dad just got their first Moderna shot. They're going to be going back real soon to get the second one, and that's the one that I'm worried about because I, I I've known a couple of people personally that have had a really really bad problem with the second shot. I don't know why, but I've been I've been reading a little bit more. The more you get sick from the second shot, they say that actually the more that you're protected because it's your body kind of, like, building up an immunity. And a lot of people out there are really, really confused about the whole situation. You know, with the flu shot, they're actually giving you a little bit of the virus so your body can adapt to it. Your white blood cells can learn about it, but this is a little bit different of a shot. But she's already had her first shot. She, she feels like she's been cooped up. She wants to get out. She wants to feel like she's productive. Well, she went up to the front office. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that myself and the owner, John Mays of the Hobo Fish Camp, he called the cops on me because he didn't like what I was doing. Let me give you a little bit of a backstory. You know, they just recently got Wi-Fi here, which was a big deal because the guy does absolutely nothing to fix this park up. Nothing at all. You know, we had two hurricanes here. This place was completely underwater. And he did nothing to upgrade the electricity because I don't know if you guys know what saltwater does to metal, especially electricity how it corrodes it. There's a lot of things that I've talked about around here, but they give us the Wi-Fi. Now, a lot of people have been working from home when it comes to the pandemic. I was like, hell yeah, Wi-Fi here. This is going to help me with the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Nobody was complaining. Every time that I used the clubhouse to record, if there was somebody in there, I would always ask them, hey, do you mind? No. A lot of the old people around here did not even know how to log on to the Wi-Fi. I would help them out. I I help out. Like if I see an old person carrying their garbage to the dumpster, I grab the golf cart. Hey, let me take that for you so you don't have to carry it all the way down there. But for some reason, this guy has it out for me. He told me that I was not allowed to use the Wi-Fi anymore for business purposes because it's a quiet place. And I'm like, "Huh? There's there's nobody in here. So who am I bothering?" Well, he got upset. My dad wanted to talk to him. My mom, my mom and me were sitting outside underneath the tree. You know, my dad doesn't get, a, get along or get around very well. He uses a walker now. And it was a hot day. Well, not a hot day. It was, it was, it was a breezy day, so we had the windows open. And, and Mr. Mays comes up. My mom starts talking to him. And I could hear through the window, I don't give a fuck if all three of you leave. Now, I, I would never physically, but I came out and I gave him a piece of my mind. And I'll tell you, look, I try not to curse a lot. But I basically said, I called him a cocksucking piece of motherfucking shit right to his face. And he acted like he was going to get out of the car. Now, if you don't know this, here in the state of Florida, people over 65 are protected. And if you're under 65 and you assault a senior, oh man, good luck on that one, buddy. You're, You're getting at least 90 days just to begin with. And then after you, you, you go to court and they send it to you, you might get a year or two on that one. So, no, nah, I would never have done anything like that. So he ends up calling the cops on me. And this is how this whole thing has started. Well, backtracking, my mom went up to the front office. My mom was being nice because she was about to rent the store. My mom does a lot of baking. So she brought the woman, Sharon, at the front office some baked goods. Well, when my mom came out of the office, she tripped on a root that is in right in front of the door leading out of the sidewalk, and she fell. Busted up her knee, sprained her wrist really, really bad. She didn't want to go to the hospital, but I ended up taking her anyways because that's that's the whole thing about it. I had to get a lawyer involved when Mr. Mays, because after the whole Wi-Fi situation, he served an eviction notice. Good luck on that one. My lawyer, Leonard Cabral and Brian, Brian, Brian is such a saint. He, 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 they, they pretty much put Mr. Mays in his place. So I talked to Brian. Brian was like, yes, no, you need to make sure she goes to the hospital. You need to document everything. Now, you guys are probably like, oh, a root. That's a natural thing. No. guys, none of the roads are paved here. None of the roads. I mean, none of it's un- even at all. There's a lot of those uh, coquino shell rocks sticking up out of the ground. Roots everywhere. And. A year previously, a woman, even older than my mom, in her 80s, tripped over one of the same routes, broke her hip, and had to be placed into a home. Because, I don't know if you know this, when you get really, really old and you break a hip, it's not so good. It's it's really not that good for you. So, there's kind of been a little bit of a precedent set there. I didn't, maybe I said president, president's set that he should have gotten this stuff fixed. That or put up some signs that maybe warn you of that. So I pretty much had to spend most of the day at the hospital because, you know, Brian was telling me you, you don't know what type of damage. You know, my mom has been in the hospital because she has uh, a low red blood. Red blood platelet count. So, who knows what type of internal bleeding or anything like that could have been going on. So, Brian suggested you need to go down there. Now, I don't want you guys to think that my family, me, my mom, or my dad are any of those litigious type people that are just looking for a payday. We're not, not at all. But I also wanted the medical bills to be, uh, to, that's all we were asking for. It's not like we're going to sue and try to get a million bucks or something. Hell no. But I also think that it, it, it's his responsibility, so I had to deal with that. If you listen to the interview that I put up yesterday, Shelley from Wales, about the paranormal activity, I recorded that whole interview sitting in my dad's F-150 truck Waiting outside of the hospital just to find out what was wrong with my mom. So this is a type of stuff that I've been having to deal with. There's some other things that are going on around here. You know, I feel really, really bad for the handyman that works here. Because I guess, you know, Mr. Mays always like finds a sucker. In the park. That he gives them a a discount on their rate to do stuff. Uh, The sewage. The sewage has been backing up. Into people's trailers. They can't even dump their black water tanks. And instead of. Getting a professional out here to fix it. He had this poor son of a bitch. Waist deep. In human shit. Digging out all of the uh, the the problems. You know, I I told you a couple of years ago the uh the the sump pump, you know, the waste station or wherever all the sewage goes to was overflowing behind my parents' trailer. Instead of getting a truck out, here you know what he did? He went and bought one of those pool pumps that you drain your pools with. Not nah. He drained all of the sewage, had a hose leading out to the woods, less than I would say 100 feet from my parents' trailer, and just dumped it right out there in the woods. But just like Bubba said, I got pigs, I got witnesses. This place would be a goddamn gold mine because. You listen. Go to my Instagram page right now, Instagram.com/tuttle, or you can go to my Facebook page, Facebook.com/tuttle, or my Twitter account, uh, account, Twitter.com/tuttle. Just look at the view that I get to wake up to every single morning, and if you just put some money, see, because you cannot buy the view. You can put all the money and 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 invest in it, but you just cannot buy Mother Nature. You cannot buy the view. So if the guy just put a little money in this place, it would be filled up year round. You would just be printing money. But does he want to do that? No, he does not. So that is one of the personal experiences that I've had to deal with because now my mom, my mom at 73 years old even though she didn't have any ligament damage or anything like that as far as they could see. She can barely walk right now. You know, when you're younger and you take a fall, you bounce back from it. You know, me and Drunky the Bear, Tom Van, when we used to do all the stunts, you know, we we used to talk about, you got to know how to fall. And I know that sounds stupid, but... You just got to know how to fall. And then sometimes me and, me and TC, Tom Dan would get hurt. But guess what? We would bounce back. But here, I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, I've talked about this. When I lived at Clem Racing Incorporated, which was Bubba's Race Shop, you know, those uh, mopeds, those Vespas that they're taking out all the time. Me and Trace, you know, from Clusterfuck Radio, we, we drank like two bottles of Jameson. And we took those son of a bitches out, drunk as hell, and I ate shit. You know how it, it took me almost three months to fully recover from that. And I was only 38. So what I'm trying to say is that my mom is having a really difficult time with this right now. You know, it's kind of hard to balance. And once again, I don't, I don't want any of you guys to think that I'm bitching or complaining about my life. No, I'm loving what I'm doing right now. I got a lot of big ideas. You know, one of the things that keeps me going the most is because of you guys, my supporters. So I don't call you fans. I don't call you subscribers. I don't call you marks. I call you supporters. Because without you guys, this show wouldn't grow. I've talked about this before. Every time that I've had any other content that I've done online, it is because I have been able to promote it on a terrestrial radio station, and I haven't had that. This is all grown by word of mouth. And I'm going to stop this big rant, but I just wanted to share why I kind of been off a little bit of schedule. Because I need some time to myself. I need some time for experiences. I need time to take care of family. Because family is one of the most important. It is the most important thing to me. I'm an only child. And I don't think a lot of people think. When you're an only child. Yeah, you got cousins. You got uncles and stuff like that. But once your parents are gone, you're on your own. You're flying solo. You don't have that same blood. That same blood type. Speaking of blood type, I'm gonna be having Christina Fitzgibbon Bryan's. Wait, is it Christina Bryan? It's Christina Bryan Fitzgibbon's. Man, you know what? I'm not even gonna edit that out. I'm gonna let her know. But I did that DNA test result. And I'm hoping to have her on this week to be able to get those results because she has been digging in and has found some really, really interesting things. And I told her that I don't want to know anything. I took the DNA test. I gave her the login and everything. And I want to know. I want to hear from the first time as we are recording. And that I think that is going to be interesting because she said there are some really, really interesting and weird things that she has found out in my family tree. So I'm going to I'm going to take a quick break. Be back in a few seconds. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wish
0: you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you? Well, you can. Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Do you have something you want to say? Hey, what kind of preacher is you? Leave Tuttle a voicemail. Because you're kind of ignorant. Especially if you think he's being an asshole. No, mega, bitch. Will your hurtful comments offend Tuttle? No, baby. Call the show at 407-270-3044.
1: No, baby. All right, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Don't forget tonight at 8, I'm going to get back on my regular schedule of doing the Tuttle Daily podcast live stream on my YouTube channel youtube.com/tuttle. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you hit that bell button because like I said, you know, sometimes I'm a little late, sometimes I might even go live cuz you know, I'm constantly always looking for content. You know, I could be driving down the road, I could see something that happened, and I'm like, I'm going to go live with this. Because I got my hotspot, and pretty much I got this, you know, for the longest amount of time I was rocking the iPhone 8. And now I upgraded to the iPhone 12 Pro. And I got to tell you, it is a very, very big difference. I don't like the amount of money that I ended up having to pay for it. I remember the good old days when Steve Jobs was still in charge. You can go in there, you can get the top-of-the-line iPhone for 200 bucks if your two-year, you know, like, I don't know, whatever you call it, your contract with AT&T. Because AT&T was the only place at the time that you could get the new iPhone. So what I'm trying to say is that I could go live at any single time. So that's why you want to hit that bell button so you do not miss a thing. But if you do miss it, don't worry. All the stuff that I do is archived on my channel, youtube.com Tuttle. Now, you know, living here in Florida, we, we actually get a bad rap. But it, it, it's, it's a little true. You know, one of my favorite guests since I've been working in radio is Billy Corbin, not the, not the lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins, but Billy Corbin, not Billy Corgan. Billy Corbin is the documentarist, documentarist. I don't even know how you would say that. But he's done all these, like, Cocaine Cowboys, Dogfight, Screwball. The U, he's done so many great. I want to check out the newest one he did about the two thousand uh presidential election. I still have not had a chance to check out yet, but he he has a great quote. Florida is a sunny place for shady people to hide. Think about this. Look at some of the biggest serial killers in the In the history of the United States of America, they all come to Florida. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy's got to be one of the biggest ones ever to come to Florida, because Florida, everybody comes down here. Everybody is a transient. And everybody wants to talk about Florida man. But I'm also one of those people that is uh, gender equality, you know? I think the sexists need to be equal. And this next story I'm about to play for you, and this is something that the news is not going to talk about. The news, the news won't even speculate. They'll report, which, I mean, that's kind of what their job is. They're supposed to stay unbiased. But this woman down in Delray Beach, who knows how long she was stuck down In this goddamn uh, uh, storm drain. Just to let you know. The firefighters that rescued her. Had to unbolt the grate. Just to get her out. So how the hell did this woman. Spend the, the large amount of time she did. Down in the sewer system.
0: And now to a bizarre story out of Delray Beach, a woman is in the hospital after she was rescued from a storm
1: drain. Lena Zalzbank from the CBS affiliate in West Palm has more.
0: The biggest question is how long this woman was down in the storm drain, how she got in there.
1: First responders located the middle-aged woman thanks to a good Samaritan who heard screams coming from underneath the grated drain. All right, first question is Am I the only one? When I first heard this story. Thinking of Stephen King's It, you know, with uh, Pennywise the Clown. And it just seems like they are kind of bastardizing pretty much every piece of literature that Stephen King has done. You know, a lot of you guys know him as a horror writer, but a lot of you guys don't, you know, realize he wrote Shawshank Redemption as well as The Green Mile. But it you know they they just recently did that one and this is the audio that i'm about to play for you but everybody remembers that opening scene where georgie the little kid that meets uh, the little uh, paper boat and it's floating down like the the side of the road and it goes into the storm drain and georgie runs into pennywise the clown yeah everybody remembers that
2: hi georgie Do you want it back? Um, yes please. You look like a nice boy. I bet you have a lot of friends. Three, but my brother's my best ass. Where is he? In bed, sick. I bet I could cheer him up. I'll give him a balloon. Do you want a balloon too, Georgie? I'm not supposed to take stuff from strangers. Oh, well, I'm Pennywise, the dancing clown. Pennywise? Yes, meet Georgie. Georgie, meet Pennywise. (laughs) Now we aren't strangers.
0: So traffic rushing by, she's on her phone texting, and she hears somebody screaming. When she looks down in the storm drain, there's a woman down there. The grate was bolted shut when first responders arrived, making it nearly impossible
1: for the victim to have slipped and fallen through. Once again, I don't mean to paint with a broad brush, but I'm going to. Because, see, this is, this is not what you're going to get from the local news. They're not going to speculate. But South Florida has a really, really bad drug problem. And I'm almost guaranteeing you, well, I can't, I can't say guarantee, but I'm sure that this woman probably got into a fight with her dude. Her dude threw the, her drugs down the drain, or she was so messed up, she accidentally dropped her drugs down the drain, the storm drain. And she couldn't get it, in it, get it in there because she couldn't fit through there. I don't know if a lot of you guys know this, uh, especially with the big pill problem we have here in the state of Florida, that, you know, you get constipated when you get on the oxies or any of the uh, opiates, and you can't go to the bathroom, and you get that duke belly. So it's not like this woman probably could have gotten through that storm drain because of her duke belly. So she went and found the closest opening that she could and got caught in the sewer maze and couldn't find her way out. I mean, that, and listen, I've been an addict. I've been a drug addict. I've been an alcoholic. And I know how real it can get. And you'll do the dumbest stuff to be able to get your fix. And this is the only thing that I could speculate. How does she end up in that storm drain? Now, like I said, I could be completely wrong. She could be a victim of a sex crime because she was completely naked. But also at the same time, she probably thought, hmm, let me see, how can I get to my drugs down in the storm drain? Oh, yeah, I'm going to take off all my clothes. I'm going to grease myself up and I'll be able to slip through that little thing And then she just couldn't get out.
0: Our special operations team responded. They used a ladder and a harness uh, to get the woman out. But even more puzzling, the state in which the woman was found, eight feet down in the storm drain. She wasn't wearing any clothes. She was dirty and disheveled. She had
1: leaves on her. As scores of people gathered to watch the rescue unfold, Fire Rescue wrapped the woman in sheets to protect her privacy before sending her to a nearby hospital. Serious question. Listen. In certain situations, I'm going to help out. But for the most part, I have a not get involved policy because I have a lot of people that count on me. I have a lot of people that love me. I hope I do. I love a lot of people that I care about a lot. And I'm not going to get involved. Like, how many of you people would have stopped if there was somebody? that was down in a storm drain. Now, they say she was eight feet down. Like, do you even get involved? Like, seriously, everybody is scheming and plotting to get one over on you. Like, yeah, I'm, you know what, I'll call 911. But am I going to get close to the storm drain? Hell no, especially if I've ever watched Stephen King's It. I'm not getting involved at
0: all she at the very least had claimed to the officers that she had been down there for a significant amount of time she claims that she had gotten into the storm drain from a significant distance away
1: see this is a case where being a talk show host a podcast host can backfire and bite you in the ass because i'm gonna look like a real horse's ass if come to find out She was abducted, left for dead, thrown down a storm drain, and was stuck there. But I know South Florida. I know South Florida. Everybody wants to talk about Florida, man. But I just think that this is a a clear-cut case of Florida woman showing up. Like, you know what? Hell, I'm done tired of seeing the men. It's just like the women's soccer team. Versus the men's soccer team, you know, uh, the women's soccer team, which I think that they should be getting paid just as much as the men's soccer team does. But I think this is a case of Florida woman getting tired of seeing Florida man get all the glory. And she's like, all right, guess what? I'm going to get stuck in a storm drain for a couple of days, maybe seven to eight days. And I'm going to make some headlines, baby.
0: Again, we're trying to figure out uh, if that is, in fact, possible.
1: According to authorities, that same woman was reported as missing on March 3rd by the sheriff's office.
0: Right now, from our perspective, from the police department, it doesn't appear that any crime has been committed.
1: And that was Lena Zalzbank reporting an investigation into how exactly that woman ended up in the storm drain is underway. See, now, I don't feel as bad because the sheriff's officer or the, uh, the, the spokesperson for the Sheriff's County down there in Delray, I, I don't even know what county that is in, says that there is really no foul play. So I'm just wondering. i like to hear from you guys. You know, I give out my, I can't take phone calls. I'm supposed to get this great computer today from a great listener, and I'm going to be able to start doing some more and more stuff with it. Because like I said, I've been doing this stuff on my iPhone 12, and I can't wait to do some live phone calls. But I'd like to hear from you. I would love to hear your theories. How did this woman end up in the storm drain? There's two ways you can get a hold of me. You can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Be back in a few minutes. Going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind.
0: Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchuup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Nerd, radio personality, and hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast, last segment of the day. Uh, I've been A lot of people been asking me, how can I help out the show? There's a couple of ways you can easily do that. You know, a lot of people ask, hey, how come you're not on Twitch? You know what? I, I don't I, I would love to be on Twitch, but I don't know how long it would last. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you could get bid could start making more money. But I just don't want to do that because, you know, like I do the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream on my YouTube channel, youtube.com Tuttle. And people ask, why do you do it on YouTube? I do it on YouTube because nobody in a million years would have ever thought that you can get away with more on YouTube than what you can actually on Twitch. But there are two ways you can help me, okay? I know a lot of people are going through a tough time. I know a lot of people are out of work. I know a lot of people have been furloughed. I don't even care if it's a dollar. If you like to donate financially, you could easily do it. Go to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Uh, Even if it's a dollar, I write back every single person that donates anything to me financially. And I'm just banking that money. I'm banking it. I'm banking it. I'm banking it. And I'm going to eventually upgrade it because... Once I get to a point where I can get a studio, that's, that's where all that money is going to go towards. But if you don't want to help out financially, the best thing you can do is, like I said, I have usually had a terrestrial format to be able to promote the stuff that I'm doing, but I don't have that now. So tell your friends, family, loved ones, your, even your enemies. Because even if you hate this show, <laughs> I've made this joke before, tell your enemies about it. Because if you hate me, be like, yes, I want to tell my enemies to listen to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, you can do that. You can go to my PayPal, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio, or just help spread the word. One of the stories I wanted to get into, and, you know, a lot of these radio hosts and podcasters, they all would have, all want to be like, oh, everybody is ripping me off. I did this first. But I kind of did this first. If you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com shuttle, uh, you will see a bunch of videos of me covering a barge that got stuck here in the Indian River that ran aground and was blocking the channel. And I don't know if you guys have been following this, but the Suez Canal, which is a very, very important canal that helps people connect from Europe to Asia without having to go all the way south of Africa and deal with all the Somalia pirates. You know, I I find it kind of fishy that this boat got stuck. I know a lot of you guys all want to blame the money or the gas problems on, on Biden, which a little bit has to do with Biden. But You know, goods and services are all going to go up because that Suez Canal has been blocked up for a week because of this boat called the Ever Given. And I'm going to throw it to one of my favorite reporters of all time, Keir Simmons. I am the biggest Keir Simmons mark. If I could meet any reporter, if, if somebody came to me and said, you get to talk to one reporter and what reporter would that be? It would be Keir Mother Earth and Simmons.
2: This morning, cargo ship traffic through the 120 mile Suez Canal is flowing at last. More than 400 vessels are slowly moving in convoys in both directions in the narrow passage after being backed up in the Gulf of Suez for almost a week. The massive 200,000 ton container ship, the Ever Given that have been blocking their path Finally pulled free at high tide.
1: See, a lot of you do not realize this. When you have to go, like, around Africa, you have to go below Africa, around the uh, Cape Horn. You're adding, like, another, like, 10,000 miles onto your trip. That's how important that the Suez Canal is. Now, what would you have done? Because there were a lot of ships that just threw out anchor. And they were like, oh yeah, we'll just wait until this thing is unblocked. Well, all those ships that anchored up were kind of smart. They all just got to sit out there, probably smoke a bunch of weed, drunk. And all the other idiots that weren't patient enough had to go around South Africa, around Somalia, and deal with all the pirates. Now, all those people that were impatient, guess, guess who's still going to beat you to the the ports over in Asia? The ones that anchored up right at the beginning of the Suez Canal. We want to commend um, Egyptian authorities for the, the only way to put it is a Herculean effort to,
2: to get this ship freed. The celebrations on the Suez heard around the world. Global goods on the move again.
1: I'm sorry. I have a hard time celebrating, uh, and once again, I've used this term a lot, painting with a broad brush, but I have a hard time celebrating Egyptian, and I, I don't have anything against the Egyptian people, but after what you guys did to Laura Logan, who was a female reporter, just trying to report the independence of Egypt going against the government that they thought was treating them unfairly. And you heathens like pulled her hair out. You guys basically almost raped her to death. No, I I'm sorry. I cannot forgive that. I really, really cannot. And like I said, I'm sure that there are a lot of great Egyptians. But I have also have a hard time because I saw what the Egyptians were doing. They had like a front end loader. They had one of those bucket like excavators out there trying to push this big ass ever given boat out of the way. Now, I haven't forgot about what you guys did to Laura Logan. When she was just trying to do her job over in Egypt? Nah, that's something. I mean, I'm not, I, No, you know what, I'm not even going to say it. It's just, it's just like 9-11. I'm never going to forget what you guys did to an American, well, not an American, but just a female reporter there that was trying to report the freedom that you guys just got.
2: But the backlog will take days to clear.
1: The Suez Canal is one of five geographic choke points around the world that, if closed, can bring the global trading system to a halt.
2: More than $9 billion worth of goods pass through the canal every day, a vital shortcut between Asia and Europe. The cargo crammed on board these ships, gas, oil, furniture, cars, and livestock. Really?
1: Livestock? I don't know what type of shape that that livestock's going to be in. It's been sitting out there in the hot Egyptian sun for almost a week. You know that, you know, they only plan for a certain amount of food to be able to give to the livestock there. And I don't want you guys to think like I'm some tree hugger or anything. But, I mean, come on, guys. Like, seriously? Are we really putting cows in cargo containers and just throwing in some feed every once in a while and hoping that they make it? Yeah. Now a lot of people wonder why we get
2: mad cow disease in the world. Almost 100,000 live animals. This morning, the Ever Given has been towed into Egypt's bitter lake, where it is being inspected. The global supply of memes about the ship continuing online. One pictures a digger that helped free the Evergiven with the words,
1: so alone. I know that I said that I was a big fan of Kier Simmons, and I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. But, I mean, this is on NBC National News. Are we really to the point where our news media is reading memes? Is it? Like, seriously, guys, I don't mean to get, like, all bent out of shape on this, but, like, are we seriously covering memes on our national news on such a big
2: story like this? Well, for international business, relief. The ever-given freed. And free trade restored. I'm sure Keir Simmons
1: had nothing to do with that. I'm sure, like, everybody's like, hey, we need to start getting memes. Memes are popular. Memes will get us uh, uh, a g- to go viral with the story. No, Keir's probably, like, disgusted out of his mind on the whole situation. So, anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure you tune in tonight at 8 because I will be back to doing the Tuttle Daily Podcast live stream on my YouTube channel, youtube.com Tuttle. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys are safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow.
0: And that's the
1: show for today.
0: Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor, like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Do you want some cool ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by Starfire Transport, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com/slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com If you want to help support the show go to paypal.me slash on the radio Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com That's Tuttle with two d's at gmail.com Leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
1: Hey, yo, Terry, what's going on?